Yer. I'm LJ. What's cracking, y'all? It's Stevie Nicks. And we're Nick fans. And, and welcome, welcome to, to Nicks Anonymous. Myself, and I think we see Willis coming out. Fast break to Walt Frazier. Frazier then slows it down. It's picked up by Jerry West at the top of the post three. Welcome back to a new episode of Nick Synonymous. No sound effects. Yeah, we're back. Is this is this season two? Or we, this is season one. Are we still three? Oh, season. Yeah, this is season three. Okay, so episode one, season three. We're here. Yes, sir. This is this is post draft, by the way. This is not. No, this is pre draft. Pre draft. Sorry. Yeah. Pre draft. Draft pre-draft. has not happened yet. It is now June fifth. June 5th. Sunday, June 5th. Shout out, Stevie. What's going on, man? It's been a while, bro. Uh, it's been quiet, man. It's a lot of the same old news. You know, draft talk, Jalen Brunson, Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell Robinson. Not for nothing. This is, has been, out of out of all the seasons like we've done so far, I would say like this is the most quiet it's ever been. Well, I won't say it's quiet, but like the reason we're not. Like there's no rumors. Like, there's, like how last it's year. It's the same old. Like last year is we had we had CP3 Westbrook, we had all those guys, and then the year before that it was, it was what we were gonna do with the draft. We were doing the draft picks, and that's when we got quickly and top and yes. all that. Stuff. And that was the beginning of the Leon Rose era. Yeah, exactly. Now, as I stated in past shows, the possibilities there that the big move we're gonna make this season will be in the draft. Ooh, and we can get to all that. Yeah. Wait, don't rush it. I know I've Stevie. Said that. You I've want said, it? No, no, you, I'm not rushing into. I'm just saying antsy. I said that before, and it, it's looking like that's the direction we're headed, and that's what today's episode is about. Yes, sir. And you already know. First things first. Shout out for the Knicks. Anon- shout out to sorry to the Knicks Anonymous family. Shout out for all your support. We don't have the sound effects, but I will clap it up for you personally. We yes, love you guys sir, and ma'ams. Because we have ma'ams. a 37% female audience from what I heard. That's a fact. Shout out to the ladies out there. Shout out. You ain't know. Um, we also have the uh, 1% non-binary. Yeah, shout out to the... Um, shout out to everybody. Yeah, shout out to everybody. You know, I don't want to throw out... We love everybody. Yeah, I don't want to throw out, you know, the wrong names and offend people. So just shout out to everybody. <laughs> shout out to everybody. Shout out to everybody. Episode... 67? 67. Okay. God damn, that's a lot of episodes. Bro, we've been, it, we, this time around, we've been in between episodes, so it's okay to forget. And are we even November. are we even anonymous anymore? Nothing really. Everybody knows what we look like and who we are. <laughs> are we going to have to change the name of the podcast? <laughs> no, no. Okay, no, no. Because Nick's, Nick's Anonymous, for, those, for any newcomers out there right now, Nick's Anonymous was... We got the idea because... The time we made this podcast, we were in like we were down bad, like really, really down bad. We started this episode after Fizdale, right? After that year, uh, I believe, I believe, no, no, 
we didn't start it, but the idea of doing a Knicks podcast came, came during, about during the Fizdale years. Yeah, so the Fizdale years, for those of you that don't know, and those of you who do know, we finished the season 17 and... 65. Yes, whatever. 17 and fucking who, who cares? And we were so angry that we were literally talking about the Knicks for an hour straight. And it kind of just went silent. We looked at each other like, yo, maybe we can actually do a podcast. So while we were thinking about the name, Stevie came up with a great idea about AA meetings. And I was like, yo. No offense to any alcoholics out there, by the way. Yes. Not, you know, it's, not but, a jo- it's not a joke on ya. It's not a play. But this but, is how I saw it. But the it. idea is the same. The same way people that go to AA meetings talk about their, you know, their, experiences, their experiences and stuff like that. And wanting to vent. Yes. My idea was to have us as Nick fans vent. Hence the name. Nick's Anonymous. Nick's Anonymous. Clap it up. You already know. And honestly, I think that name is pretty fucking catchy if you ask me. I think so as it, well. It, ro- it rolls off very nicely. Yeah. I didn't think it would. I, you know what's crazy? I didn't come up with it for it to be catchy. I came up with it for the idea that you just described. But yeah, like Nick's what Anonymous. Was the, what Nick's was Anonymous. The, it's catchy. What was the first one we had? The Nick Zone. Oh, the Nick Zone. Yo, yeah, let we, us know. We, we discussed that already. We let, don't want to get into that. Let that, us was, know. that was cheesy. Let us know. Come on, Nick Zone. I know that shit for you. Now, there, there's a podcast out there called the Nick Zone, too. Oh, is that why we changed it? I believe so, yes. I think that's why we changed that's why it, yes. we changed it. But our, our Nick Zone was kind of cheesy. I'll be honest. <laughs> like, like, like 70s cheesy. We, we want, yeah, we want, <laughs> we did ask. Okay, so the Nick Zone, the, obviously the inspiration was the Twilight Zone because that's where... Yeah, we were gonna that's, do the, that's what it felt like the Knicks were at at that very moment. Yeah, felt we were like gonna do the theme song and all that. I'm glad we did it, bro. Like I can't lie, when we first thought of it, it sounded creative in hindsight and funny. But now I'm like seeing it in my head, and I'm sure we said this before. We had this conversation in the past episode. Um, now that I see it in my head, now like again seeing it in my head, I'm like, oh my god, thank god we didn't do that. Cause I, bro, I, I, I'm imagining it right now, staring at your TV, and I'm like, oh crap, I'm, I'm <laughs> glad we didn't do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, bro, everything happens for a reason, man. Listen, Nick's Anonymous, I'll take it. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know. Great episode today. Uh, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. We have some playoff talk, we have coaching talk, we have draft talk. We not, have well, not a lot of playoff talk. We'll, we'll get to that in the end. No, yeah, we have Mitchell Robinson. Well, not the finals, the playoffs. Oh, okay. The playoffs meaning Brunson and all that good stuff. So, actually, let's speaking of Brunson. First topic of order today: the Knicks have hired Jalen Brunson's dad, Rick Brunson, as the assistant coach for the New York Knicks. What are your thoughts on this? Good choice. Um, Rick Brunson has passed um assistant coaching um experience. He's been around the NBA, so he's a guy that knows his stuff. Before um, I did research on him, I didn't even know he like coached. No, he didn't coach. Like I said, he's assistant coach. Like as far as head coaching, I don't know. But um, he knows the NBA. He's a veteran. Well, obviously he's been around. You know, former Nick as well, so he's familiar with the New York atmosphere. Good guy to have around. I would. I say. believe he played in the nineties, right? He did. He did. He he was a um. Let's just say Jalen Brunson is way better than him. We'll say that. <laughs> But um, like I said, he's a, he's a good guy to have around though, cause he's an NBA he's an NBA lifer. So yeah, so the most important thing to focus on here for those of you that aren't really familiar with Brunson, cause I I wasn't, so I did some research and apparently he coached as an assistant 
for the Denver Nuggets, the Charlotte Bobcats. Um, that seems to be it. And the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, with Tom Thibodeau, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah, so he has experience with Tibbs. That's familiarity. So the most important part here is that his thing, like his like niche, like each coach has their niche. Like Thibodeau's defense, you know, Atkinson was offense and player development. Brunson's niche says he focuses keenly on player development. You can't never have enough of that, honestly. But this is good because this is something Thibodeau lacks. Because Thibodeau is a hard-headed coach, as we know, and he's not really, well, I wouldn't say good, but it's not his forte. So Rick Brunson's going to assist with those adjustments. That's, that's great. I, I I like that. So okay. I feel like that, that this, 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 uh, he's like a Woodson almost. Woodson was like almost our player development guy. He was the defensive guru. I'm not sure if that's Brunson's forte, but we'll see. I mean, defense wasn't the Knicks' problem last year anyway, in all no, honesty. Because despite, dude, despite all our disappointments last year, y'all do realize we were still ranked 11th in defense, right? Throughout all that, we were still up there, which means we were only going to get better in that. And we, we never really got blown out. No, there's, there's actually games we should have won. Yeah. But it, we did it just solely because of our offense. And it wasn't our, our defenses was the only thing that was keeping us in most of these games. So defense definitely wasn't an issue. So and plus we now because if you look at the team from like four years ago, four or five years ago, we had a team that was a lot older. I say like mid mid like older 20s. Well, early, yeah, it's compared early. to now. We have As, one of the youngest teams in the league right yes. now. So player development, I feel like is very good. And the fact that they know that Thibodeau isn't the best. Got it. You went to get help. They went to get help. So, for those of you that still have a problem with the front office, things are getting better. You see, we told you, we told you this was going to happen. You know, every, you know, Leon Rose is not blind. It this this is his man's this is the man's job to focus, look, and really lock in on on these situations. You know what I mean? And who knows? He probably listens to us. No one knows. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe not us, but maybe the, you know, Nick fans in general. Yeah. Never know. I think they do. I think to an extent the Knicks front office listens to fans because, like, no, we're vocal as hell. You can't miss us. Yeah, like, I mean, whether they do what we say or not is a whole different story, but I think they do listen. That's actually that's actually why um, ESPN was tight last time. Remember that whole Leon Rose incident? When, when yeah, because we were listening to them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so shout out to Leon Rose, man. Yeah, don't listen, so, listen, to, listen, to, listen to Knicks media, not mainstream sports media. So honestly, this is to be determined um, on the coaching situation. I can't really tell you if it's a good move or a bad move. I think it's a good move. I didn't even see that coming. To I, mean, be honest. I, I would call it a bad move. You know, like you really can't. So you know, let's just see where it goes. And the reason why we hired another assistant coach is because our assistant coach now, I think his name is what Johnny Johnny Bryant. Giant Bryant is actually rumor, a, he's rumored. a rumored candidate for the Jazz job because Quinn Snyder stepped down today. Yes, so. Do you think that um, Quinn Snyder stepping down might have an impact on a, certain person, on a certain person's availability? Ooh, Donovan Mitchell? Yeah. Ooh. You know, it's crazy just to throw it out there. My dad was talking about getting uh, Gobert. I was like, absolutely not. My dad did said the same thing. I think they forgot how much he's actually getting yeah, paid. I told him that, too. I was like, my father's argument was, like, he's a better defender 
then Mitch and is a defensive player of the year who could replace Mitch should he leave. That's true. I won't argue that point, but the problem with Gobert is you trade for Gobert. That's who you're building around. That's your guy. <laughs> and I like I a lot of people don't like Gobert. I personally like Gobert. I like good defensive players, but that's not my guy. What's his contract? Like two hundred million? Like, two, yes. like some random ass shit, bro. Yeah, he. I'll tell you like this. He ain't never going broke again unless he does something real stupid. <laughs> and he even got through the COVID thing. You know, so we're not even gonna go there, bro. But oh yeah, let's leave that alone. We're not even gonna yeah, go there. Anyway, but, moving on. <laughs> yo, man. So shout out to Brunson, man. Um, so let's let's stay let's stay within the brunson blunt line here for a second let's let's move down the chain here for a second let's go down to the youth um the playoffs uh before we took a break for the playoffs because honestly there has really been nothing to talk about lately until now um we said me and stevie said that we were on for we were rather mitchell than uh brunson because the utah jazz actually no we actually switched it. Yeah, we we were back and forth with, with, with rather who we take. So we kind of so before the series and before the series between Utah and Mavericks started, we said we were all in on Mitch. And when Brunson started killing, we kind of changed our mind. Yes, and then we changed our mind again. We we, we kind of went through a flip flop. So okay, let's start. Let's start with Donovan Mitchell. Let's okay. Yes, yeah or nay? Well, yeah, yeah or nay? What do we do? do we, we do we still? Do we do we stay true to our word and do we still go after him? Uh nah. Nah. I don't think so. Um Like I said, as far as like his availability, will Quinn Snyder's exit affect that? You know what I mean? Like, is this gonna be what makes him officially request a trade? Like a rebuild kind of thing? Like yeah. They might they might break apart. Maybe. We don't know. Cause like I'm hearing I don't know how true it is, but you, you never know on the internet. But Oh my god, I just got a report from the score. Uh oh. Utah Star reportedly questioning teens' future following Snyder's See? departure. What did I just say? What the hell did I just say? We don't know how that's gonna affect his decision to stay or not. <laughs> and you just get that. No lie, sorry to God, look at it. Ah, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> Dude, like exact so I was hearing in the internet while he got that, and I'm sure some of you have heard it too. Don't know how true it is that there's rifts. Between Gobert and Mitchell, we'll I don't right know how yeah thing. I don't know how serious it is, but supposedly there's a rift there. Nobody has requested trades or nothing like that. But now that we're hearing this, you know, it's going to be interesting to see the direction the Jazz go, especially with their coaching. Because like, if they don't hire a coach, you, you're going to have to upgrade that coach. You can't downgrade now. He wasn't a bad coach. Yeah, either. exactly. Quinn Snyder's not a bad coach. He was. They made the playoffs all six years he was there. They just could. They have the Raptor they, syndrome. Yeah, they couldn't make it past the second round. So you first know, round, I think. No, they made it. They made it the second round. Well, that was last year when Mike Conley yeah. missed that. Yeah. They they um sad case. You know what I mean? So it's not like they were unsuccessful. They just didn't you know go over the hump. So Quinn Snyder's not a bad coach. Should he stepped down? He didn't get fired. Let's throw that up. Let's yeah. throw that out there as well. So the um and the reason he stepped down was he said I'm paraphrasing this isn't exact words, but he pre- it's pretty much he got them as far as he could. They need a new voice. So respect. I yeah. mean, you know. So it's possible Quinn's gonna get another job. Of course, I mean he's somebody's gonna want him. You know what I mean? Like some team's gonna want him. But as far as like 
Did you? I mean, regardless. Like how? How? I think regardless of how things. Do you think he, do you think he requested trade? Yes, but I think regardless of what happens, he's still gonna be worth too much. Yeah, we're not getting him. You know what I mean? Like we're still gonna be able, like, cause, cause he's we're not the only ones that are gonna want him. I, you know who's gonna get him? Who? Miami's gonna get him. Watch. Cause they have all the depot in them. They're gonna they're gonna get him. From what I read, the rumor I saw was a package surrounding Tyler Hero. So yeah, Miami's gonna get him, bro. I'm telling Ooh. you, Miami's gonna get. I see Miami getting him, dude. Pat Riley is a sneak, bro. That's okay. That's, that's okay, though. But I don't want Nick fans to be on some, like, oh, we missed out. Like You know how we are, dude. We yeah, will. But we, I don't, we will. They'll oh, say it. They'll, okay. they, they'll be that portion of the fan base that said, we should have gave this guy up. Look okay. what Miami gave up. We could have gave him that. Like, whatever. Let's do our part and tell the people not to panic. That's all we could do. All we could do is just say our piece, and whoever listens, listens, and whoever doesn't, does not. But at least we put it out in the universe. You can't say we never did. You feel yeah, so me? That, that's a nay for me, bro. Like That not, is also a nay for I me. I can't lie. I wanted Mitchell at one point. Hell, I even had a big-ass trade package saying we're surrounded by Julius Randle, Grimes, and a few other people. Yeah. But, you know, you think it over, it, you, would need, you would still need more for that team to be a contender. It'd be a playoff team, but it wouldn't be a contender. I agree. I agree. And plus, you know, we would have to give up. Like you said, we just have to give up too much. The entire team would be gone. We'd have to rebuild again, even though everybody is tired of the word rebuild. I don't understand how that, you know, what works in the Nick in the Nick world. Like we want Mitchell, but we're tired of rebuilding. Well, if we get Mitchell, guess what we're gonna have to do? Emmett, I'm gonna need you to relax there, Emmett. Yeah, bro. I, we don't want Mitchell either, bro. <laughs> For those of you that know, don't don't know, Emmett is the mascot. He is my doggo. Emmett, I'm gonna need you to stop it. He's kind of tight at the Mitchell rumors too. Stop it. Um. Okay. So Donovan Mitchell out. Big X. Um. Let's go to Jalen Brunson for a second, right? So we all we agreed that Jalen Brunson would definitely be a better option than Mitch Robinson. For one starter, he would be a free agent, so we wouldn't have to give up anybody, just money. The problem is how much money we would have to give him. Yeah, man. Right now, from what I read, the going rate is 25 mil a year. Eee. I won't say he's not worth it. I mean, the dude earned the money. You, 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 we saw him in the playoffs. He was killing. Yes. He, he did good. But, but I feel like he kind of got exposed. Even though they beat Phoenix, he, got exp- he, he was getting exposed. As far as? His height. Okay. Okay, I, I can see that. There was a lot of problems where, because I, them Kimble, them I'm, Kimble, I'm kind of tired. Yeah, I don't think we need another small guard. You know what I mean? We already have. We have quickly. We had Kemba. We have the Rose. Got Deuce. There's a, those, they, they're not small, but they're not big. Yeah, they're like they're between. They're, but bringing, you know, bringing uh, Jalen Brunson down would give us offense, but we would still lack. The size in the defense, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's not defense isn't his strength. So, and at twenty five million, ah, it turns me off, man. Like, I I don't think I'm willing to give Jalen Brunson that. As I said, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. He earned his money this postseason. No, he was born and, and I'll put it to you like this. I'll keep it short and sweet. Hashtag Luca to the Knicks. That. Uh, that'll piss somebody off that I know, but we won't get into that. But um, I'll keep it short. I owe, I owe him a shout-out, actually. Shout-out to Mike TV. <laughs> I, 
I we have to give him airtime. I made a side bet that you didn't know about. I'm sorry, Stevie. That's fine. I don't mind giving Mike airtime. He knows his stuff. He has about like five, ten minutes. So you we always talk shit about Mike, so this time you guys will actually meet him. So yeah. stay tuned for that. But um as I was saying, I'll make it I'll keep it short about Jalen Brunson. If anybody's gonna give them give him that money, it's gonna be Mark Cuban. And I don't mean that in a bad way. He earned that contract. Dallas could use him as help for um Luca. They're gonna need more help than that, though. Let's be real. But he's a key. He's a very. Key but he's piece. a very key piece. So if anybody's gonna pay him, it's gonna be Mark Cuban. I predict he stays in Dallas. The Dallas Knicks, baby. Cause I heard rumors as well that um Detroit was interested in him. That doesn't make sense to me. They have Cade Cunningham already. What do you need him for? Like he's trying to start. He's not gonna back up Cade. What did they do? Like a trade? Nah. Cade and nah. Well, Cunningham I mean, to Dallas. Dallas would win that trade. I don't think Detroit would be that dumb. Because Cade Cunningham, Cunningham is going to be way better than Jalen Brunson. He did have a shaky year. No, he started shaky, but then towards the end, he came on. Careful, man, Detroit. Yo, Detroit's like kind of off topic, but Detroit is like a vet or two away from being a playoff team. Don't sleep. Jeremy Grant, is he still there or did he move? I think they're going to move him. He didn't move? Nah, they, they, he didn't move yet, but I think they're going to move him. He, he's rumored to supposedly be headed to the Lakers, apparently. Oh, shit. I don't know what they have to give up for him, but let's see where that goes. Mellow. <laughs> like I said, let's see. Lakers don't really have much. They traded it off for Anthony Davis. Oh, my God. So, so um yeah, so between the two, do we make any moves to either one of them? Nah. Nah. We, we... So you say strictly, strictly rebuild. Yep, strictly rebuild. As I said at the beginning of the show, the big move that the Knicks are going to make, if they're going to make a move, is going to be in the draft. So with that being said, let's move to our next topic, the NBA draft. Uh, the Knicks have received the 11th pick. Yeah, as you all know. What as you, you all know. How do you feel about that? Um, I wasn't mad with that. You know what's funny? This is the first time that Knicks fans weren't mad about losing the lottery. I think we're finally wising up to that. So shout out to y'all for that. Cause yeah, I didn't see no memes the day of the of the of the pick. Yeah, nobody was like, oh, you know what I mean? Like they they finally understand how the system works. The kid wasn't crying anymore. Yeah, the, kid the Porzingis jersey. That's yeah, exactly. Troll. You know, but I think we're starting to understand how the system works now. I mean, it is called a lottery for a reason. But anyway, yeah, um, I wasn't mad at all. Especially considering what I've been hearing lately. Um, apparently, we're not trying to stay at 11. I I, I, I had a feeling, you know what I mean? Because we have a lot of stuff to... We have a lot of... Um, we have assets. Assets that we could use with that pick to move up. Not, ne- not necessarily to like one, two, or three, but... We're rumored, apparently, from what I've been reading, the Sacramento Kings want to move out of the fourth pick. I don't know why, because they need help. I mean, they're another team, I can't lie. They're a few pairs away, but they still need help. And Portland, I can understand why Portland wants to trade. They want to win now, so they want to vet. And Portland wants to trade the seventh pick. So, according to rumors... I feel like the seventh pick would probably be more... That'll be more gettable. Yeah. I think that'll be more logical, and it would help, from what I heard. Um. So, the rumors I'm hearing are... The Knicks are very intrigued by Jaden Ivey if we trade into the fourth pick. That would that'd be pretty much who we're gunning for. Jaden Ivey's a um, combo, combo guard from guard. Purdue. Um, 
I'm sure everybody knows who Jaden Ivey is. He he gets a lot of um Morant comparisons because of his athleticism. And what can you say about the guy? He's very talented. He really is. He'd be the most athletic guard we have if we drafted him. So he's a very explosive. Yes. He's a very explosive off the dribble. So yeah. what so would you say his biggest strength is? Like off the dribble or set? Um I would say off the dribble. And he's tall, 6'4". He does have some size to him. Yeah. Average guard. The only thing I don't like about him as a point guard, because he's a combo guard. If the Knicks draft him, I assume they're going to use him as the point. The only thing I don't like about him as a point is he averaged 3.1 assists. He would have to get those assists up. Give me, he, five, give me at least five. He actually averages a lot of rebounds for a guard. No, yeah, he's a good rebounder. Four five, point. five rebounds? Yeah, it's pretty good. He shoots pretty good from the field. 46%, almost 50%. Yeah, 35 from three. That's not bad. Not bad. He's just shooting. And it's crazy because most of his highlights are off the dribble dunks. Bro, I'm telling you. He, he, he's the real deal. That pick and roll with him and Jericho Sims? It would be crazy. Ooh. They be, they be, they be and I don't say Mitchell Robinson purely for the fact because we haven't signed him yet and we just don't know what is going to happen to him. We'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Jaden Ivey's the real deal, man. Like he would be the he, best. He wanted the sure things. He's one of the sure things he would draft. He would be the best look for the Knicks because as everybody continues to say, we need a solid point guard. So, okay. So if we let's say we do get Jaden Ivey, right? What happens to quickly? Does he stay starting or does he back him up? I think he I think he's six man. Like a Tyron Lou. His isn't isn't Quickly's favorite player? No, not on Tyron Lou. Um, I mean Lou Williams? Yeah, Lou Williams. I, I mean, yo. Yeah, he'd be our Lou Will, pretty much. Yo, I mean. I wouldn't mind that. Asking you shall receive. You know what I mean, bro? I think that would be like a, a miracle moment for him. I feel like he would. That, that, he shined six men when he was going off. Um, When he was coming off the, when, when our rookie. starters weren't doing shit. Yeah, his rookie year. He killed. He did pretty well. Off the bench. So maybe that's what he needs. Who knows? Let's see. Um. But yeah, Jaden Ivey's one of the sure things in this draft, supposedly. So Okay, um, so boom. Jaden Ivey no longer available. Who else do we go for? Um Okay. So the other rumor is Portland. So Jaden Ivey, we would have to go for. Yeah, because apparently he's not sliding any further than that. So we would have to go for. So okay, so let's oh, say Oh, and fun fact. Apparently he's a CAA client. Just throwing that out there. What is that? Leon Rose's agency. Ooh. Yeah, so just something to know. Okay. Just something to know. There's something to something, something so, um, there. All right, that's the fourth pick. Now we talk about Portland. Seventh pick. Yes. And here's the cool part. They may be interested in Randall. Okay. And in my opinion, Randall would do good in Portland. Think so? Yeah, as a, he wouldn't be the main guy. It would be Dame Lillard, Anthony Simons. They have Nurchits at center. That'd be a strong uh, yeah, front court. That's, that's a nice little lineup. Yeah, so it's a very strong front court. That, that that would be an interesting lineup should that happen. So apparently, and we're not well, losing much because I mean we'd have to give up more than Randall, but you know, like Alec Burks maybe, maybe yeah, and a couple of picks to move up to that spot. But what I like, what I heard, okay, here's what I heard: the Knicks, if they do trade with Portland, they're not gonna trade the eleventh pick. Oh, they want to keep it? Yes. They would They would trade next year's first so we could have two picks in this year's draft. Ooh. So we would have the 7th and the 11th. Not sure what they want, what they would do with the 11th at that point. 
But the rumored player that I see they're looking at should they trade for the seventh is Ben Matherin from Benedict Matherin from Arizona. He's basically a three and D wing, small forward. Small, he can play both, small forward and shooting guard. So should we draft him? I guess RJ would be the three. He'd be the two. Um, very athletic guy, bro. Very athletic guy. So it kind of makes you wonder what what happens to Reddish. I think Reddish is possibly trade bait, bro. I think so. Like like package. Yeah. Cause cause honestly, I I think the Knicks might go hard body for that fourth pick. You know what's crazy? They might go hard. I would much rather get Matherin. Really? Yeah, I, I like our point guards. I really like our point guards. I do too. I like our point. Nothing against Jaden Ivey. I wouldn't be mad if we ended up with Jaden Ivey. I'd take it. Because like like I said, he's one of the sure things in this draft. As is Matherin. Matherin's one of the... Matherin I, and Ivey are two of the safest picks in this draft from what I've, from what I've heard. And that Chad Homer kid, he's number one off rip? Uh, I wouldn't say he's number one off rip. I like Chet. I've said Chet, that many sorry, times. I, no, no, no. You're right. You said it right. I think I said Chad. <laughs> Either way, whatever. <laughs> but um, I like Chet Holmgren. Only reason he's not a sure thing, though, is because of the weight. It's the only reason. It's the only reason. The basketball skill is there to me. That guy got skill. He's just the uh, Porzingis with handles. Way. I think he's going to be better than Porzingis. Right? I think he's better than Porzingis right now. Ooh, in my opinion. Take that, Porzingis. And there's no disrespect to Porzingis. Oh, I, still, I still like him. I still like him. Would but you take him? Would I take um, Chet Holmgren? Porzingis. Depends on what we give up. Oh, shit. I'll take freaking Lakina back. I would, too. He actually did good in the playoffs this year. He did. playing defense. He did. I'll take Frank back. But um, back to Matherin, though. Um, I would much rather have him than Ivy because... He's a 3 and D player that could become a very explosive offensive player, bro. Like, off the dribble, he So, he's shoot. defensive first, pretty much. I would say he's about even. Even? Okay. But I would say he's better defensively than offense. But the potential's there, bro. That guy... He caught a body in the tournament. Oh, in the... Uh, I think it was against... March T- Madness? Yes, he caught a... I think it was against TCU, if I'm not mistaken. Bro, it was bad. He's one of them kind of guys. Like, bro. like, he, a, like he, a slammer gym, yeah, baby. Like, he, he'd be a guy that could bring that kind of excitement to the garden. And his stats weren't that bad either. He averaged 17, five boards, two assists. His shooting percentages are pretty good. 45 overall, 36 from three. Well, naturally, those points are going to go down because their their roles may change in the NBA. That's true. Um, oh, and fun fact, um, defensive rating... Far as you asked about defense, that's very important. Um, he had a ninety-six point eight defensive rating, thirteenth in the Pac-12 division. Pretty good. That's pretty that's pretty solid bad. to that's me. Solid. How about Jaden Ivey? Did they say anything about Jaden Ivey's defense? Uh, his is kind of shaky. It's not good, but it's not bad. If anything, it does need work. So you would say Jaden Ivey's more of the offensive threat, and then yes, 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 yes. Uh, yes. What's this guy's name Absolutely. again? Um, Benedict Matherin. Benedict is more of the defensive. Yeah, yeah. He's Benedict Matherin is a way better defensive player than Jaden Ivey. Is, is he long? Yes. Um, I believe a six ten wingspan, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, that's dope. And would you say would he would he start or would he come off the bench? He has a shot at starting. He has a shot. I'm not gonna guarantee he's gonna start because the way Thibodeau rolls, but he would have a shot. He's that good. Solid. Ben Matherin is good. Like, check him out, bro. If you haven't, check out his highlights. No, it's solid. Because if you, if, what we need a game plan here in this draft is we now know who we need to build around. And that's RJ Barrett. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? We need to we need to find RJ Barrett's weaknesses and figure out who we can get. So honestly, we need shooting. To an extent, yes. We need we need volume shooting. Volume shooting. Because the percentage our percentages weren't that bad last year compared to the year before. Excuse me, compared to the year before. Actually, no, no. Our percentages fell last year. I did. Because we added more volume in um Evan Fournier. Evan Fournier, yes. So the volume went up, but the, the percentage, percentage went, went down. down. Whereas the year before, the percentage was up, but the volume was low. So we need to find that balance. And, yeah. and Evan Fournier was turning on the oven towards the end of the season. So hopefully he takes that momentum moving forward. Or he becomes I think he's going to be trade bait. bait. And I think they, they go hard body. Because if we draft any of these guys, like we're not going to really need them because... We're going to have Grimes coming off the bench. Or possibly starting. Because you never know if Grimes kills in the summer league. Or Every, kills in training camp. Listen, everybody was killing towards the end of this. I tell everybody, the end of that season for the Knicks was the best thing anything could have happened to us. Because it was already shaky the entire season. But the last, like, 15 games gave me hope. Not going to lie to you. Like, really gave me some some serious hope. Nah, yeah. I um, it, was, it was a good ending to the season. Like, it wasn't like past seasons where you're like, oh, God, you know. The tank. Yeah, like where are we going now? At least we know Get your scuba where, get your scuba gear. We know where we need to be. We know where we're going. Let me not even say that. No. We don't know where we're going, but we know where we need to we be. We have a map. Yes. yes. We have there a, you go. We have a road That's map. That's a good way to put it. And we have a very good conductor in Leon Rose. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just stand clear of the closing keep, doors. Just please. keep quiet. Keep staying quiet. Do them one interviews every year. That's it. And not for nothing. Still no word from Dolan. Exactly. Exactly. Big shout out to Dolan for that, man. He's keeping his big mouth shut. Yeah. Um, maybe he wants more. Maybe he's finally come around and, you know, and it's like, you know what? If the Knicks win, I could actually potentially earn more money. Oh, he. Do- I'm sure he knows that. I don't think Dolan made this p- bad decisions on purpose to, like, <laughs> sabotage the team to lose. He's he just, just not good at it. He just made bad decisions. That's yeah, all. like, that's not his job. You know what I mean? He was doing things out of his payroll. Yeah. You know what I mean? You let the GMs do the GM. You let the you know let the front office be the front office. Yeah, let, let the basketball minds be the basketball minds. You just you just sit back, invest. You and, sign the checks. Yeah, that's it. That's it, man. You sign the big money. And if they're not doing good at their jobs, then you say, "Yo, I thought you were a good basketball mind. What's going on?" So and that's you, your right as the owner. <laughs> that is your right as the owner for sure. So okay, so. There's three different ways we this draft can play out, right? Either we get the fourth pick, the seventh pick, or we stick with the eleventh pick. Which one would you want the Knicks to move or stay at? Like, what, where, where would you want them to? I, either, either ones. It doesn't matter because if we stay at the eleventh pick, I would personally want us to draft that kid from Ohio State, Malachi Brandon. I don't know if I'm saying his last name right. Spelled B R A N. Another small forward, right? No, I think he's more of a shooting guard. But he could play both, right? I think. Um, I have to check his height. I believe he's six four. So nah, I think he's a straight up shooting shooting guard. guard. But I like him because he's nineteen year old kid. But he's a kid from from what I see and read about him. Somebody that would learn on the fly. He's not a dumb player. He's a quick learner. Yes, from what I see. Um, he's a Big Ten Rookie of the Year. I know Tibbs would love that. Yeah. Big Big Ten Rookie of the Year. I think he was third team um, freshman, something like that, for his division. I forgot what Ohio State, what division Ohio State's in. 
Um, he averaged 13. What I personally like about him is his shooting percentages. Check this out. 19-year-old kid, remember. 49% from, from the field. 41% from three. It's a pretty smart shooter. Especially, so is he a high volume or low volume? That's the thing. He's a low volume three-point shooter. So his game is mid-range. Um, I think statistically, from what I read, I just looked up his numbers. He probably averaged like two to three threes a game. So maybe he hit one or t- like he would hit one one game, none this game, two this game. Basically like that. Yeah. So he has the percentages. He just doesn't have the volume. He doesn't fire away. Okay. So what I like is he could develop into someone who could fi- fire away. Or if not, at least increase his volume and still have those percentages. Because a dude that shoots 49% overall and 41 from three, even if you have a drop-off in the NBA, hypothetically speaking, he drops off to 46 overall and 38 from three. It's still good. Because we would, we wouldn't need you to take that many shots anyway. Exactly. Per- you would just de- you would be there to be RJ RJ's safety blanket whenever he gets triple teamed in the paint. Yes. That you are in the corner just sitting there, and there's your one shot. Yes, he's a kid who could learn. I that's what I like about Brand him. That's and dope. He, he has potential. So, in any case, we pretty much it's a win win almost. We really we we rarely lose anything. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad at. Either three scenarios, but those are my three personal choices. The Benedict Matherin and Ivy are what's being rumored that the Knicks are gunning for. Those are the two we gunning for. Brandon is somebody I like if we stay at eleven. He's just a safety. Yes, he's a safe pick. He's one of the safe picks in this draft. I'm not gonna say he's a sure thing, but he's a safe pick. Okay, a sure thing and a safe pick are two different things. Like um, John Morant, he was the sure thing in that draft. So was Zion, but you can't say that because of the injuries. Excuse me. Nah, that's fine. <laughs> um, I'm a famous R- man. RJ was... All right, I'm going to explain the difference. Like I said, John Morant was the sure thing. RJ was the safe pick for the Knicks. Which turned out to be a sure thing. Yes. Yes. Which, which I'm very which happy cool. about. Which is cool. Honestly, I like... I like. So what I think the Knicks should do is... You put it in my head... I think instead of just gunning for the fourth pick, because I I am with you on the guard thing. I, I feel like our point guard, I, th- I think, quickly needs one true year. And Deuce needs a shot, too? Yes. I think everybody needs a, needs a true shot, sh- shot to really show what they can do. And I think the seventh pick would probably be the best suited option for the Knicks to get somebody like a 3 and D player like, um, what's his name? Um, Benedict Matherin. Benedict Matherin. That's not a bad pick at all. Now, what we do with Reddish and all of them is... That's the mist- I think Cam Reddish is one of the biggest mysteries on this team this offseason. Because I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what, like, what's their plan. Like, do, are we, are we going to develop him? I think he's going to be part of the trade. If we, if we do a draft day trade... Because think about it. Because seventh pick, we wouldn't have to give as much as we would for the fourth pick. Yeah, they're going to want Randall. Going to want a young player, Cam. Because who are we going to pick? If they ask for a young player, who are you going to give up out of these three players? Because we're not going to give up Obi. We're not going to give up RJ. It's going to be Grimes, Cam, Quickly. Cam. Yeah, I'm giving up Cam. I hate to say it. I like Cam. I like Cam since he was in Duke. But he'd be he 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 the, he the odd man out. He played the least. Yeah, he, he, he had the least chemistry. So basically, a trade with Portland would probably be um, Randall. Not for nothing, it would be a good look for Cam, too. 
No, I would. He would get some shine over there. He, he'd probably start at the wing. If he killed, yeah. So a trade, in my opinion, with Portland would probably be Randall Cam, Burks. Burks. Um, next year's Dallas pick and another future first for the seventh pick. And we would probably have to take on Eric Bledsoe's contract to add up the Randall numbers. Interesting. So, yeah, that that's a possibility. Don't sleep on that. I think the seventh pick would be more of a possibility than the fourth pick. Somebody on ESPN, I forgot who it was, they asked him what's a bold prediction you'd make on the draft. He said that the Knicks would trade to the fourth pick to trade for Jaden Ivey. So if ESPN said it, most likely it won't happen. <laughs> you got a point there. <laughs> but it depends on who said it. The person who said it, he's kind of cool like with his stuff. I don't know his name, but I've seen him report, and he usually doesn't say anything crazy like some of the people on ESPN do. But ESPN is ESPN. I'm sorry. So, would I? I won't lie. If I had a choice, I would do um, Bron- Branham. I don't know if I'm saying his name right. I'm sorry. Malachi Branham or Ben Matherin. I think those would be the best bets for us. But I will not be mad if we get Jaden Ivey. So, we're staying small in this draft. We're not going past power forward. Or we're not going past small forward. Maybe in the second round. Cause I'm hearing buzz about that Kai Soto kid, too. With the center, right? Uh, yeah, forward, like. he's center, center two. Um, he, I saw some video on him. He has skills. I can't even lie. Dude, for a guy his size, I watched a scouting video on him. Dude, he has some really good footwork. In terms of what, like post spins and stuff yeah. like that? Like back down, he's like a back down player? He, he could be. He could be. Because he has some real good, fo- he's kind of lanky, so he has to get a little stronger. But the footwork in the post is there, bro. Like, he, he put on a few. Had I'm a not, little shimmies. Little, yeah. Little, little, little toe taps. He, he put he did a Magic few, feet. He had some pretty moves. I can't even lie. Like, check out his highlights. He got a nice little shooting touch. Um, he does a lot of hook shots. Did I see some? I've seen a few. I want to say a lot, but I've seen like one or two. He, he got skills. But what I'm curious about is why is he a second round pick and not a first round pick? Maybe it's because... um. There could be injuries. There could be. No, nah, I don't think it's that Um, from the scouting report and what people have said. Because I watch other Knicks um, podcasts, too, and other Knicks YouTube pages to, like, learn stuff as well. And a lot of them have agreed that his problem is going to be stepping out to switch. And in, and to be a big man in today's NBA, you got to step be able to step out to switch and guard the perimeter and to guard the pick and roll. So he'd be one of them dudes that they'd pick and roll him all day. And that's why I love Mitch so much, but he's another question mark, bro. But if Kai Soto's there in the second round, I would give him a shot. He got some skills. He got a pretty game. He got, yeah, I'll say that. His game's kind of pretty for so a big guy. So let's step down for the draft real quick. Let's talk about Mitchell Robinson for, for a quick second. Oh, yeah. He, he's still a question mark. Um, He posted yesterday. Talking big about living in a big in New York City. I hope he stays, bro. Um, but like, what are they doing, bro? Are they like making it a teaser? Are they, you know, what? Are, what? Are, what? Are, world worldwide review. What are we doing here? Like, um, supposedly the Knicks brass has been working them out. Brass. Knicks brass, like us. The Knicks. The Knicks. Um. Oh, like organization. Yeah. Okay. Knicks brass. Never heard that word before. Never heard Knicks brass before. No. Okay. Well, you learn, learn something. something new every day. Yes, sir. <laughs> but apparently, we've been working them out. Talking to him about the contract extension. So the fact that there's dialogue is a good sign. It's scary that there's no agreement. It's taking so long. You know what I mean? That's the scary part. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, 
he knows we want him to stay but does he want to stay that's the question so you think it's not so much as us trying to give him the money it's so much of him trying to choose where he wants to be exactly I think uh, Mitch wants to play the market. I think Mitch wants to see if he can get the bag. And I think he can, bro, I'm 50-50 that he leaves or stays. Damn. And, and if, yeah, and if he does leave, he's going to Detroit. Ooh. Bro, if he goes to Detroit, give them a few years. Detroit's going to be a dangerous team, bro. Give, I us, give us one more year. We're going to be in champions. I hope so. <laughs> But, bro, Mitch in Detroit with K cutting ham, throwing him lobs. Ah, that's, I can't lie, bro. That's going to be a fun team to watch if that happens. But the Knicks should do everything in their power to keep him. No, do not overpay. If he asks for too much money, you let him walk. I'm sorry. Because at the Let's end of the day, though, he is still a second-round pick, so his contract can only go so far. The max. But somebody can overpay. So you, you can't, can't go over they can't, the they can't. Oh, you can. You just can't OD. Like, like you can't give him $200 million Yeah, exactly. Million. You go overpay. Like, to, in my opinion, if I'm the Knicks, I'm offering a four years guaranteed $55 million. It's way, way cheaper than Brunson. Yeah. I'd rather give the money to Mitch than Brunson. Exactly. And you still have money left over to sign, like, um, veteran point guard as insurance in case somebody get hurt. Because we still got D-Rose. Not for nothing. Still need that's why we need insurance. <laughs> that's exactly why yeah. we need insurance. <laughs> Plexiglass. But, yeah. I love D Rose, man, but yeah, he's at that age where I think it's almost his time. Chill player coach, player coach? I hope so. I wouldn't mind keeping D Rose on the Knicks. Coaching then he just subs himself in? Him and Taj. I wouldn't mind. They they they, they gotta be lifers for the Knicks, I think. That's dope, man. That's that's uh, Taj Taj especially. I agree with Mike. I think Taj is the best player in the Knicks. Oh God, stop. <laughs> But as far as Mitch goes, bro, I, agree. I don't know, man. I I want him to stay, but if we lose him, we I think we got we'll, we'll be able to replace. I him. I think the mistake, I think the the big oopsie in all this, and it it is kind of Mitch's fault, is that we're gonna lose him for nothing. I think that's the big oopsie of like this whole. I can't lie, that would that would be a blemish on Leon Rose's record. But it's not his fault though. Now it is, it is, it bro. is, because you could have secured that last year. You could have made his attentions clear or something. Yeah, you could have secured that last. So this would be a blemish if we lose him for nothing. Wait, but then again, if we lose him and replace him and things end up getting better, then it'd be half a blemish. No, I no, take, no. I take off half a point because I still think Mo Bamba might happen. Oh, okay. That's still a bad signing, signing trade. That's still a plan. If Mitch walks, we're getting Mo Bamba. And it'll be between him. It'll be between him and Jericho Sims who starts. And I think either way we'd be good. I'd say Sims. I got my money on Sims. I would say Mo, believe it or not. Yeah. Because he'll stretch the floor more. True. But yeah, like Tibbs likes defense, so yeah. Sims has that advantage. And he's brolic. Yeah, that dude is a beast. Baby bro. face assassin. I wouldn't call him that to his face. Brolic as he is, we gonna just keep that here on Nixon. Now he'll probably laugh. Sims. Yeah. <laughs> I'd still be like, yo, I'm sorry, either way. Even if he was cool about it. Like, yo, don't worry about it, bro. I'm still sorry, bro, just in case. Because <laughs> you're a big guy. He's going to bench you. You're, you're a big guy, bro. He's going to turn you into a pretzel. <laughs> he probably could. Big as he is, dude. Like, bro, do you see his arms? 
His arms no, are bigger he, than my whole body. Nah, it's round. Super <laughs> round. Like, that ass my entire face is like his bicep. Yeah, you don't want to mess with that guy. Like, I'm glad he's on my team. <laughs> Jericho. The walls of Jericho. Yeah, man. Ooh, the have wizard. They, have they have they started saying that yet? Nah. That's, oh, that's Chris Jericho's trademark, move. Tra- it doesn't matter. Trademark. Trademark. Uh-oh. Walls of Jericho. T-shirt merch coming soon. Walls Chris of Jericho. Chris Jericho's going to throw fire in your face for doing that. I'm a magician. What is he, a wizard? <laughs> he's the wizard. I'm a wizard. <laughs> I'm a wizard. Oh, boy, boy. Um, what is wrestling coming down to? So it's hilarious to me entertaining but um as far as mitch goes bro wizard. as i as i said bro 50 50 he goes 50 well 50 50 he goes or stays man that's where i'm at mistakes happen man listen leon rose is not perfect so far he's been on a good roll uh shit happens yeah there's other players in the draft that the knicks might be interested in too but i guess we'll talk about that before the draft or during the draft i think we're gonna do like a live stream yes that w- sounds like a good idea we didn't shout out to Instagram. Oh, we'll do that at the end of the show. Oh, shit, Steve. Well, it's the end of the show It's right been now. too long, Steven. Nah. You've been, ah, you fucked up. Well, so I guess we'll wrap the show up like that. This wraps up this week's episode of Nick's Anonymous. And with that being said, you guys can follow us on Instagram, at Nick's Anonymous. You can find us on platforms such as Amazon Music, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Breaker. Or you can simply Google us. Type in Nick's Anonymous and we're right there. You already know, man. Dab it up, bro. Episode 67. 67 in the books, man. Um, Are we going to do an episode? Are we going to do a before draft episode or are we just going to do the live stream? I think we should just do the live stream. I think we do the live Kill stream. Two I, think this, I think this is the before draft episode and then we'll do the live stream and then we'll do the post draft. I think the post draft and the live stream will pretty much be the same one. We'll see how things go. Cause we'll cause we're, cause we're, we're, depending on what happens. Because if some crazy shit happens, like we, we go fourth pick and, you know, like we'll, we'll, we'll make a show out of it. Well, we do what we always do. We, 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 don't, we don't do the whole draft. We come in when we're like maybe three picks away just so we could be there and talk about what happened. You know, like we, we do every year. Yes. And new, um, new episodes, face videos coming. Yes, I finally got my hard drive fixed. So yeah, so so you so all our YouTubers, there will be more face action. You're definitely gonna be able to see us. We're gonna have the layouts. It's gonna be fire. Nick's Anonymous is upgrading. Season three. Let's go, man. Let's go, Nick's. Damn right.